Good evening and welcome to this very special Valentine's Day and WrestleMania edition of Getting Steamy with John Panini. I am, oh yeah! Oh yeah! I am, of course, am your host, John Panini, world-renowned body grooming legend here with my good pals, Ruben Sandwich. Let's get crowdy. And the Canadian hot dog. I'm just happy to be here. All right, so welcome, gentlemen. We are here for this very special edition. It's very rare that both WrestleMania and Valentine's Day fall within the same two-month period. Hey, John. Yeah? Let's just get one thing clear. We're not saying it's okay to uh, love and beat your significant other. Well, Adam Kroll is just an asshole. We'll, we'll keep it at that. So, welcome, gentlemen. Um, I'm again, I am John Panini. Let's do a little uh, little catch-up here. So, Ruben, what have you uh, what have you been up to the last? Geez, it's been like a month. What have you been up to the last month or so? Well, John, it's been uh, very very busy since you gave me those grooming tips. Oh yes, free of charge, free of charge. And I thank you for that. Of course, of course. It's a friend of four. Let's just say I owe you one. Or 100. Oh! <laughs> Again, last last month we uh, we recommended trimming, shaving, and scraping. So, we're all good here. So, I mean, I literally cannot walk down the street without getting hit on. And uh, to shorten it up, I've been beating girls off with both hands. All right. Women and men who look like women. All right. I, yep. You know what? We don't judge here at Getting Steamy with John Panini here at uh, TND Productions. And uh, Canadian Hot Dog, what have you been up to, my good friend? Well, as you know, uh, my lawyer might have uh, faxed over the, the documents to the uh, bosses saying that I tore my Achilles heel yep. last time I was on the show. But uh, your American doctors in the States actually thought I sprained my ankle. Good, so, good. So I got a little bit of money coming that way. All right. Um, anyways... Um, I've actually been at the bocce ball bowl. Oh, really? Uh, many people were talking about your new How'd podcast. How'd you get tickets to that? Well, uh, I was included. I actually was signing autographs that day. That's um, right. Okay. It was, yes. Um, that, if you don't know, that was uh, uh, February 1st, and it was the bocce ball bowl, and it was very entertaining. Um, Just to clarify, that, that was the first, February 1st is the first day of February. Yes. For those uh, that do not follow the uh, Roman calendar. Yes. Okay. Of course. And then, uh, you know, everyone I saw were, were talking about the John Panini new podcast. All it right. Was, it was the big talk of the town. You know what? Since the incident, I've been off the air for a few years. And, you know, my lawyers told me, I would say I recommend, but flat out, you know, threw some documents in my face. That I should not talk about the incident. So um, the fans are, they, they have been clamoring for a good three or four years now. Yes. But uh, the, the basic, uh, the, the thing I took away from it was, uh, since it was just a week after the podcast, everyone was saying how brilliant uh, Mr. John Panini was. And well, they said you. Yeah, what a, quite, quite a host he was during the whole thing. And, and might I say, Ruben, uh, the ladies couldn't quit talking about you. I mean, they, they, all women want is some more Ruben sandwich. That's right. Ooh. And so I think, uh, you know, for the show, we, we should have some more Ruben sandwich on. I think so. I think uh, we're going to have a new segment called Roman Dressing with Ruben Sandwich. <laughs> Thanks, John. You're welcome. All right, so, um, bocce ball ball, beating women off with both hands. John, what have you been up to? Funny you should ask. Well, this month has been a good time. I was at a couple, a couple concerts recently. Um, I was expecting more uh, live trimmings on stage, mind you, but I, uh, I was, you know, had to deal with a lot of music, which I don't like. Only one I like is uh, Omarion. Are you guys familiar with Omarion? He was from, um, it was an O-Town, I can't remember the name, but he was the only goddamn member of that fucking band who has any of the fucking talent. O-Town. O-Town. Yep, O-Town. <laughs> so, we, I've been doing that, and uh, Valentine's Day, since this is a Valentine's Day themed podcast, I was up at a concert, 
Was it Tesla? It was Tesla. Tesla. Steph Leopard. Um, Elon Musk, who runs Tesla, he owns both the band and the company, was doing a show at the Roxy in Hollywood. You know, just down the street from my house. Just to clarify, that's the car company? It is the car company. Okay. Just and the band. Hey, I oh. heard the new one can go from L.A. to San Francisco in one charge. Yes. It can, but... But I wouldn't recommend it. Oh! Some of that classic America's funny feud humor. Thank All you. right. Oh, it is good to be back. So just to catch you fans up, on the last podcast... We were talking, and back by popular demand, um, Ruben Sandwich and John Panini, collectively known as America's Funny Food, who uh, President Obama just mentioned, was uh, his favorite comedy-themed and food-themed duo, is, has officially reunited. We're, right now, we've been uh, talking to our booking agent in the last few months, and we've been... Um, We've been getting a tour routing going. So far, we have uh, Duluth, North Dakota on the map. We can't get any of the A markets. We're just doing the, the D markets. We've got Oakland. we got Oakland. Map. And uh, we have to hire extra security. So I'm thinking um, we can hopefully get our, our former security guard, the Fox. And Hugo's and Antioch. <laughs> so we're doing the whole Bay Area run here. Wow. We're going to be getting all that going for our, uh, our new tour. And I hear what they're saying. We have a lot of demand in these D markets. So I saw some of the posters. I saw some of the advertising. It's going to be great because they're calling it. Are they calling it true? Are you guys ready? It's called Roadkill. Roadkill. On the on the road with America's funny food. All right, that's what I'm talking about here. All right, so we're getting this tour running going. I hope that uh, our next podcast um, will include stops on the road. Tales from the Road and Friends of the Road with uh, John Panini and Ruben Sandwich. So we're going here and we have that whole deal going on. So that's been consuming my time booking this tour. We have a special announcement. Uh, Ruben, take it away. Why? Oh, is this a joke? Oh, <laughs> buy our tickets, folks. They're selling out fast. Why was comedian, actor Dan Daniel Stern self-written and acted scenes to the movie Bushwick cut from the film. Why is that? <laughs> Why? Well, I'm glad you asked, John. Thank you. Because so, uh, the movie producers did not want 40 minutes of rough sex with prostitutes. But that <laughs> is live! Uh, Alright! That is just a tiny taste of the comedy you can expect from Roadkill! <laughs> the reunion tour with America's Funny Food. All right. No way. No idea why. So we had that going on. Now I was uh, I was about to mention our uh, my Valentine's Day extravaganza. Not extravaganza. We could Michael Jackson. Um, his well, estate owns the word extravaganza. So we have to. Uh, we basically had to pay Tony Danza a good. Eight dollars to use the name of this because he is a, he is actually our booking agent. He, times are tough. He's and not doing too he's well. He's very particular about the price too. He is. It can't be seven dollars. Can't be ten because yeah. you know what? They have to pay more taxes well, on that. He is a trash yep. man. He is yeah. a garbage man. And I think there's rules. I think when it hits uh, nine or ten dollars, I think he gets uh, charged from the government for it. He does. And like, can he? Old, that's what we call taxes. Hollywood producers. Too. That's right. Because you know he do, he does owe. A lot of back taxes off his smash hit, the garbage picking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon. One of one of my favorite films. Now, have you gentlemen seen that film? Who was oh, in that? Of of course I have, John Panini. Mm -hmm. Maybe because I mean it, it's basically what I do for a living. I'm a garbage man. That's right. Now I have a question to ask about that. So in the film, in the film, the Disney Channel original film, and you know, yeah. Disney always pays their act their actors very well. Very well. They never take their. They never take advantage of them. Definitely don't stick them in the contracts that make them do whatever they want. No, I don't. I mean, look at the the Mickey Mouse Club. Ryan Gosling's doing fine. Justin Timberlake's doing fine. Britney Spears is doing well, not so well lately. She had yes. that C-section. But right when she turned eighteen, she was able to pronounce that she had done all sorts of dirty things underneath the uh, the bridge. Which, fun fact, 
Was that she, underneath the castle? She was doing all sorts of dirty things under the bridge in which uh, Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers wrote the song Under the Bridge from when he was shooting up black tar heroin and blowing dudes and doing $10 half and half to make his bones. So they had that, and uh, you know what? Tony's a, a great tour manager. He's, he's going to be on the road with us. We hope to get uh, him to do a, a special podcast. It's it's very exciting, Mr. Panini. It is, you know. I I, can, I, ne- I, I never met the man himself, but I'm I'm just happy to be a part of everything. I've never met him either, but I can smell him from about a mile away. Yes, he's a, a big, fat, greasy Italian, as many of them are. But you know, we promote equality, not uh, stereotypes here on Getting Steamy with John Panini. I met with Tony Danza prior to my. Valentine's Day extravaganza, and I went to a concert. Um, the band shall remain nameless because you know what? There was not much body grooming and it was not Omarion, and so frankly, I don't give a flying fuck. But I was there and I met a, a very fine married couple. One was a man, the other, uh, I believed, was a woman. We had some drinks, shared some laughs, and then later on in the evening, shared some bodily fluids. Ooh. Things got hot and steamy in that uh, apartment panini. Yeah, yes, they certainly did. But it wasn't Panini's apartment. It was actually the the married couple's apartment. So what happened was, I was up there. We had some drinks, shared some laughs, shared some bodily fluids. And then we went back to their apartment. Had some more drinks. We drank some bodily fluids, which, you know, quite honestly, not my cup of tea. Mostly because I do not um, enjoy venereal diseases in my tea. What kind of uh, bodily fluids would you say you drink? Blood. Semen? They said no, we, we weren't in a, in a port town. There were oh, no semen uh, involved. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this was a day show, by the way. The concert was during the day. And we had a great time. The one that I believe was a woman turned to me and said, Hey, Mr. Panini. I said, Yes. You know my name. You have a great body grooming uh, style. I said, you know, you know, tell me something I don't know. Uh, you, you cunt. <laughs> and, uh, and then she looked at me. And, well, you know what? We just shared a, we shared a moment. A couple hours later, I found out she was actually a man. There, there was really no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing. There's not. And then uh, we went. We had a great time. And then uh, afterward... She looked at me and said, hey, John, I said, hey, yeah, I, don't, I forgot your name. I think you could stop it with the she. Touche. You've got a good point there, uh, Canadian hot dog. Speaking of which, we've got to think of a shorter name for you. This Canadian hot dog. It's not that long. It's uh, about roughly six syllables, give or take two. That's okay. <laughs> and, you, could, uh, you could cut some of the syllables out. You yeah. should say canned hot bag. That, I like that. That could work. Okay. Um, our editors will do a, a bang-up job with that. But speaking of banging up, we, uh, we had a great time. And, uh, God, I'm amazed we're still carrying on with this bit. And uh, we had a great time. And then she looked at me and said, hey, that's my monkey. That's my monkey. And by the way, I've been chasing the monkey and the dragon. Do you have any Coke? And I said, nope. Um, I don't do the... Canadian nose candy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, I see what you did there, John. Oh, yes. Poking fun at the Canadian government. Still got it. Still got it. <laughs> and we just had a, a great a great time. And, uh, wow, I'm looking at this, and we are already 16 minutes into this podcast and don't have one segment down, so... What are you talking about? I think we're off to a great start. A great start. Um... I was, I, yeah, I was really entertained until you, you mentioned that the woman was actually a man. Well, and then there was two men in the picture. It sounded like it was a very European, sketchy, sketchy European mm-hmm. situation. So she actually was Italian. She was a, a big fat greasy Italian woman, or sorry, thought she was a woman. Yeah. And then I saw uh, the Italian stallion, if you know, if you know what I mean. So we did that. We all took dumps in the apartment. We uh, we woke up. I uh, I was gonna take a shower, but I really didn't feel like it. I hitchhiked back to my car, drove back, 
and went all the way back to uh, the beautiful city of Los Angeles, California. I bid goodbye to the Roxy. I passed it. I saluted it. I said, good day, Roxy. And I just enjoyed the rest of my, uh, the rest of my afternoon. I so, tell you that February 15th may, may have felt pretty weird for you. It was, but... Um, all Especially the after that, that, that woman is, is, turned out to be a man. You would think so. So it was you and you and two men. It's debatable. But yes, it was. So uh, we had a great time. We did a, a bing up job, if you know what I mean. And then uh, I went and I started prepping. I started uh, just prepping. So we did that. We had a great afternoon. I enjoyed my 15th of February. One thing I'd like to admit, I'd like to check in with you on uh, Canadian Hot Dog is your recent uh, sports extravaganzas. Now, we did clear extravaganza for this because Tony Danza was passed out. We couldn't get him to sign off on the release forms. Chances are FCC won't be listening to this because I've already been banned because of the incident. But uh, my big question is what have you been up to since our last podcast? I, I know you were on location for a while. Yes, well, this is a perfect setup for my sports section. All right, so this is Sports Talk with the Canadian Hot Dog. Take it away, Canadian Hot Dog. Thank you, John Panini. Um, as it turns out, I was stuck in a stalemate. It was a blizzard at Boston, Massachusetts the last two weeks. Um, I was stuck at the Beats by Rays Cup Series in San... Um, it was a suntan competition. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, two out of the uh, ten um, finalists actually died of frostbite. That's a shame. I know. And then there was a piggyback competition. It was a 10K at Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, they couldn't get approval from the city, so they did 50 laps in the Arby's parking lot. Um, the winner is still yet to be determined. Uh, there was a ventriloquist spelling bee playoffs in Nova Scotia, Canada. It was at the No Here, No Evil Auditorium. Um, things were heating up between John Johnson and his puppet Pete, oh, and Joe yeah. Josephson oh, and his puppet Peter. Uh, the fun. judging was based yeah. on mouth movement, pronunciation, and interpretive dance. Wow. And then lastly, we have a, the, still the National Frisbee Golf Pro-Am just started in Honolulu, Kentucky. It's sponsored by KFG, that's Kentucky Fried Games. Uh, it's favored recently awoken pro boomeranger Phil Filson from his coma. Um, up from his near-death coma and uh, pro frisbee golf up-and-comer Dwayne Depardieu. And uh, they're up for the, the, gold, the gold medal. He sounds like he is um, from Austria. It very well could be, mm-hmm. but they're very well uh, pronounced as to be the favorites in the match, and uh, that's it for sports. All right, thank you. This has been Sports Talk with the Canadian Hot Dog. It is now, it's, we're in the dead of winter, and now we are uh, approaching near, uh, near epidemic. <laughs> that's not the word, but we'll roll with it. Near ec- epidemic uh, traffic trouble. So, Canadian Hot Dog, would do you mind introducing uh, Panini to go? Here we have now, it's John Panini to go! Go, John! Take it! Alright, well, thank you, uh, Canadian Hot Dog and Ruben. So, right now, it seems like we're all clear on the Five South, except for a, a John Lennon and Yoko Ono lookalike couple. Who are doing a sleep-in to protest to protest Caltrans' lack of uh, accident updates? They have signs up. They've uh, painted their bodies, and uh, they're also in the middle lane of the freeway of the I-5. Just make sure your lights are on, and you should be okay. Uh, another update: the children that were in the awful accident on, on our last episode, the children from the orphanage, they uh, they are still not adopted. Four of them are in critical condition. And now wins Panini to go. That's really sad about those orphanage kids. I thought they would have gotten adopted after that car crash. It is. Like Eddie Murphy said, looking for love in all the wrong places. Um, and now, since we're the Valentine's Day theme, we have our, uh, our listener-submitted love quotes. 
So, Ruben, would you mind reading our listener-submitted love quote? This is from uh, John Johnson from Johnsonville, Wisconsin. Was he a competitor, uh, Canadian I, hot dog? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he... Uh... <laughs> so is that a yes? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure he had the puppet Pete at the equivalent for spelling bee. No, I'm not quite sure about this this quote, so I wonder if this came from Puppet Pete. It might Pete. be PETA. Let me double check. Okay. We're going to hold on all the Canadian hot dog checks. Um, Still waiting? <laughs> John Johnson? Yeah. Pete. It was, it was. All right. Oh, what a cool, what a quinky dink. All right. So, Ruben, take it away with our uh, our uh, listener submitted uh, Valentine's Day love quote. I'd love to, John. Thank you. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? No, ye love tunnel reeks like the plague. So I shall give thee some summer's eve. William Shakespeare, that uh, rat bastard. Gotta love old Bill Shakespeare. Gotta love old Bill. You know, John, I gotta say, I, I really love how popular the podcast has been so far, especially with alternative sports. Thank you. Me too. I think we have a good mix. Uh, our demographic is one that enjoys both alternative sports, classic literature, as you can see here, as well as... Uh, body grooming techniques body, by you body and yourself. Myself, of course, and yours truly. Mm-hmm. Let's get the big three in here. And we'll also go on to... Um, well, let's see, Ruben, what do you want to cover today? Well, John, I've been pretty upset that uh, people have been bringing up my failed bowling professional expertise. Again? You know... I keep bringing that up. I didn't make it to the Olympics, okay? That's off the table. Uh-huh. But uh, why, why are people bringing it up? 15 years later. I don't know, but this sounds like a segment of Panini's Press. Ouch. Panini's Press. All right, so now we are now in the in the middle of Panini's Press. Now, my good friend Ruben Samich and a comedy partner, as I mentioned, the people have been making up his failed bowling career. And... Uh, if I, if you don't mind me asking, did they also mention your uh, brewing career too? Well, John, I'm glad you actually asked that. So uh, am I. So am I. So, long story short, I was headed for the majors, professional bowling, mm-hmm. and uh, about the same time, I've been, I was brewing about my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, there's trouble brewing. There's, trouble, there's always trouble brewing, but so we also brew. I had alcohol. some really good brews going. Okay, beers that is for mm-hmm. people who don't understand. Um, I had this one. It was a uh, Big Moon Belgian wheat. So I mean, probably sounds like a fil- familiar name. Mm-hmm. It was taken over by this company. I don't want to mention because I don't want to advertise for them. Right. So they Fuck stole them. my recipe, mm-hmm. cut me out of the profits, left me. Flat on my face in the streets. Literally. I remember finding you. Yes. <laughs> and the day you found me, I was uh, did about five gallons deep of that brew. Mm. So, it's been a, a rough It's been a while. Rough patch. Okay. It's been, been a while. Too. <laughs> and uh, if it wasn't for your grooming tips, I think I'd find myself down in this dark, deep alley... In the middle of Michigan. Or Tehachapi. Or Tehachapi. <laughs> yes, you would have. Uh, there's also another brew that I made. is uh, the Plinian Legacy. What does uh, that mean? It's a smaller brewery that stole the recipe from me. Oh, this But it's a very... These uh, assholes. They are assholes, indeed, Stole the recipe and my first wife. <laughs> Turns out I'm basically some dick with his uh, dick in a bag of pistachios. Ah, uh, sounds like he's fucking nuts. Indeed. And I lost my recipe and my profits. Well, this has been Panini's Press. 
Panini's Press. Let's talk films, gentlemen. Panini on the aisle. Oh, the, speaking of films, there was a big uh, award show lately. I forgot what it was. I think it was like, uh, I don't know, the Garbage Press. It was a, it was a playoff of your Panini's Press, but it was like the Garbage Press. Mm. And unfortunately, it was done by me. It was, it was a fake. Well, uh, imitation is a sincerest form of flattery. Yes, exactly. But no, anyways, there was the Garbage Press, because as you all know, I'm a garbage fan. And... Uh, in the garbage truck, there's a garbage press, so I thought it was clever. But anyway, what did you guys think of uh, the award ceremony? I thought it was great, but I um, I really don't like how that uh, our friend Tony, I'm oh, sorry, our manager Tony Danza presented uh, each and every award. Yes, that was that, that was a little different. Um, who knows? Uh, he is the boss. You know, know, and I think there's a little Who's the boss? There's there's a confusion <laughs> um, when uh, anytime you're talking to Tony Danza, when you tell him that there's someone else the boss, he goes, "No, I'm the boss." Mm. He kept talking about condensation. Yes, I didn't understand that. I know that's that's, that's a it's a biology term, and it means uh, wetness. Mm-hmm. That's what he uh, that's what he told me one day. He says that's what he produces in women's pants. Condensation. Well, we, we both that uh, Ruben and myself failed out of uh, junior high school, so we didn't quite learn about that. Well, it's okay. It was <laughs> it was it was not that necessary for uh, studies. Okay. Okay. Anyways, I do not know why Tony Danza put it. Uh, he, he he said every uh, category. Um, I thought it was quite funny, but uh, apparently the academy did not think so realized that uh, this is also a Wrestlemania themed episode and we have to touch on wrestling so uh, don't worry fans we'll get to that in just a moment oh yes the wrestling is here to come it's time for Panini on the aisle about you guys, but when I uh, purchased my ticket to see the uh, Spongebob Squarepants movie on Fandango, I was expecting to see some serious, serious sponge in spout fucking sponge dong. Sponge dong. So I went in, was really disappointed, except there were some, uh, some positive points. Again, this is Panini on the aisle, so here we go. So I walked in. To the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, and I saw someone named Mr. Krabs, who I thought would be uh, an infested character. But I walked in; I was correct. He was infested with crabs. Children were crying. It was absolutely despicable. Right, it was not a children's movie. It was not. And I walked, and then uh, ten minutes in, we see SpongeBob SquarePants, who I thought was going to be a real human being, but he was a cartoon character. And he was wearing bondage gear. He had... Fifty um, Shades of Grey. Well, it's funny you mention that, because it seemed like it was a Fifty Shades tie-in, like a cross-promotion. So he was there, he had a ball gag in his mouth. He was wearing leather, but it was fake leather because Peter protested the movie when it was in a post-production. He was in bondage gear. He was vomiting. So that was, that was intriguing, I, I will give you that. But then I looked, and... Uh, did you check out his sea cucumber? I did. And let's just say I was impressed. And then there's a character named Squidward who, and that, my fingers are crossed, I was hoping for it. Squidward means dick, dick worthy. It was dick worthy. And Squidward was a fine female. And yes, I know you listeners are asking. Squidward did squirt. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then uh, the funny thing is, the movie ended with Squidward, with Squidward uh, tickling SpongeBob in the bondage gear, and they both scored at the same time, and it said PG on the screen, and that was the rating. So this has been Panini, Panini on the aisle. On the aisle. 
All right, so we are just over 35 minutes into this podcast. I say it sounds just as good a time as any to talk about WrestleMania. Oh, yeah! So, who has been uh, looking forward to WrestleMania this year? Uh, I think both of us. I have. So, who's who's on the card? Uh, Well, I believe there's a... John Cena? There's a a Mr. Joe Cena. Oh, maybe it's Joe Cena? Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's a Mr. Uh, uh, He uh, takes people under... Bret Hart? Oh, Bret Hart died of a broken heart a couple years back. Uh, But... Maybe Owen Hart? Oh, Owen Hart's coming back. He's coming back. Uh, It's it's, it's come back. They're dropping him down from the rafters, but... um, Lex Luger. I was looking at the the websites, and it looks like it's just going to be... Owen Hart's corpse, because he was a, a sloppy alcoholic who decided to drop down from the rafters <laughs> a few years ago. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's going to make it on. But um, Undertaker's going to be on there as well as John Cena, who not a lot of people know this, but Cena is not his real last name because a couple years, oh, not a couple years back, he is a he's about a 35 year old man. When he it's, was it's John Cena. Well, when he was when he turned eighteen, his uh, sorry, when he was seventeen years old, his name was originally John C. Section because he was so large, he had such a big head that his mother had to have a C. Section. Let's just say her husband left her; he never touched her again because of that massive C. Section scar. Of course, I mean, who would want to? Exactly. Peterson is a bastard, John C-section. He is a bastard, and you know what? Thank Thank God for WrestleMania. Thank God for WrestleMania. And he is also uh, expecting to lose this match. He's expecting to go into a gaping hole and to have a scar beat him into submission, and he will tap out. And uh, it is at a. Levi Stadium, which those of you know is actually the um, the ping pong match for the the next ping pong championship next week. Really, is it next week already. Next oh, yeah. week already. Here, yeah. uh, Hoshimoto is taking on uh, the Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick. Most he, people don't know this, but uh, he's actually a ping pong champion. champion. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. So. We have that match, and we also have Vince McMahon having sex with the man during the main event. Ooh, that's a lot of man-on-man action. It is a lot of man-on-man action. They grease him up. They just go to town. Go to Levi Town, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of Levi uh, in, in that match. I don't think there is. You know what? <laughs> I hear they're wearing denim condoms. Ooh. But, um... Here we Canadian go. Canadian style. Canadian style. <laughs> Canadian style condom right there. And now we're going because it's time for level five move of the week. So, as you may know, on our last episode, the Canadian hot dog mentioned the, the level five move, the uh, Rocky Mountain Gold Rush. Level five move. It is a, indeed a level five move. This week, we have uh, Panini's favorite move, which also ties into our Valentine's Day theme because it is very romantic. It's called the Warm Skillet. Ooh. We were going to call it the Panini's Press, but you know what? We already have a segment called Panini's Press, so we can't double dip. At least not in the segments. <laughs> so right now, what we're doing, we're talking about uh, John Panini's new level five move. It's called the Warm Skillet. So what you do is you actually do grab a, uh, a Lodge. It has to be Lodge brand cast iron skillet. You uh, you heat it on high, and you lube it up with some grapeseed oil. Now, grapeseed oil is, is great because it, uh, it does facilitate uh, the squirting, but it also destroys the condoms. And as you know, we are not fans of condoms here on Getting Steamy with John Panini. What the hell is a condom? That's communist terms. It is. So what, uh, what John Panini does, and what John Panini likes to recommend, is uh, to use grapeseed oil, which destroys condoms, but to tell all the females out there that uh, that you have a vasectomy, mm. because that way you don't have to wear a condom. Mm. Ah. Uh-huh. Ah. Smart. So you do that, and all you do is you stick it in, you pull it out, you give it a good one-two slap on the face, you stick it in again, and that's it. 
Everyone goes home completely unfulfilled. <laughs> level five move. Right level five there. move. That's how unfulfill- unfulfillment is. It's right there. It's a level five move. That's right. So we have it's just that. for you. <laughs> We're actually, we should change the segment to just for you moves. <laughs> I agree. I agree, Canadian hot dog. Or how about this? The dumpster. The dumpster? <laughs> the dumpster. All right. It sounds like I should be a specialty at it because I'm a garbage man. I think so. You know, you did such a great job with the uh, the first segment we had, the first sec- segment. So, uh, what would we not give you a segment called The Dumpster? The Dumpster. For our fans that think it is uh, superfluous, well, fuck you and your elitist attitudes. Go fuck yourselves. So, right now what we're going to do is... Well, we're 41 minutes in, and we still need a lot of <laughs> WrestleMania talk. Yes. Now, I hear the WrestleMania Divas pulled out because uh, getting Steve with John Panini is uh, sponsoring this year's WrestleMania, and they well, they flat out wanted nothing to do with it because of us. You know, John, I thought it was because of all the measles that was going around. I thought, like, maybe they would have happened to stumble with it, or... It could be. I know that there is also a, an Asian gangbang group called the uh, the Measles, which is basically a bunch of uh, Asian men. Oh, good friend, the foxes showed up during the Measles segment. All right, so the fox is here. It's time for chasing tail with the fox. All right, so chasing tail with the fox. So our good friend the whoa, Fox. Whoa, whoa, first things first. You got any protein shakes? We do. I think he's got some in the it's on the counter. Second question. Any shack snacks? Yep. Shack snacks is then is good. in the refrigerator. We mix them all with bourbon. So our good friend the Fox is here. It's time for chasing tail with the Fox. Now, as some of you may know, the Fox only chases tail with uh, men or women. That, uh, I thought it was Crimson's guys too. Well, it's funny you mention that. It's the men and women that own Crimson's guys too, because as you know, the Fox lost his PlayStation 2 a good decade plus ago. The Fox is stuffing his face full of pizza and looking for trail mix right now. You, want to know you won't the, find any up where, there. Where, where the protein is, Mr. Fox? So, our good friend, Fox Lox, is here. He is Jewish. It's above and the fridge. As some of you may know, he is the uh, former security guard of America's Funny Fish from back in the 80s. We were doing all sorts of blow and having all sorts of max protein here. So the fox is still <laughs> refusing to comment because he is stuffing his face with his, our, uh, our sponsor for the day, which is Hurley Bland 100% whey protein pizza. So he's here just having a grand old time. You know, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Fox, he, he's just looking for his protein spike. Yes. Hey, it's like that uh, bohemian protein. He drink it and just leaves. Nah, I meant semen. That too. Oh. Okay. All right. We are nearly 45 minutes into this episode and have barely scratched on the WrestleMania. <laughs> this is our... Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! This is our Valentine's Day. Woo! Woo! <laughs> oh, there he is. There's the fox. Got a suplex you. His woo call for Crimson Skies 2. This game has been on PlayStation 2 Greatest Hits for a good 10 years. No one has liked it except for the fox. So, he is now searching for silverware. And more whey protein. And just having a grand old time. Bunch of jabronis up in here. The Macho Man Randy Savage match... Versus The Undertaker. It is a casket match. Oh, he died. It's Owen, Owen Wilson. So it's funny oh. you mention that. Oops, we're just getting news here. Canadian Hot Dog has just informed us that Macho Man died seven years ago. He lost a casket match to The Undertaker. And his final words were, Oh no! All right, so 46 minutes in, we are just scratching the surface of this WrestleMania episode. Snap to Slim John! All right, so Slim John is here, 
And now, it's time for Body Grooming with your host, John Panini. without uh, being groped by mm-hmm. just random women of all ages and sizes. Does it make you wish you had three hands? It makes me wish I had a ginormous penis that could just bury into all of them. And now it's time for our sponsor, Penis Enhancement with Pete Lansing. Take it away, Pete. Hello there, I'm Pete. You think it's in your own size? You give me a call. It's Pete that hates me. This has been Pete, Penis Enhancement with Pete and Lanceman. Ruben, take it away. You've been beating women and men off with both hands, so take it away. Whoa, John. I just said women, not men. Those are your words. True. So many hey, men. maybe some people see it on large clits like a penis. This has been Penis Enlargement and Ruben Sandwich's Penis Talk. With Pete. A fox locks. So you recently converted to Judaism. You have the locks going on the side of your hair. And you only eat bagels and locks each morning. Locks for our uh, our non-chosen friends are the... Uh, well, let's face it. It's fucking salmon. Trying to make it sound fancy. It's pronounced salmon. Oh, like Salman Rushdie, a great novelist. I, I must say, John, I, I really like this Mr. Fox guy. You this ball cap got a lot of pizza grease on it. I'll get it unlocked for you. You know what? John's getting turned on. It's getting steamier and steamier in here. We're just having a grand old time. Hey, look at that boner. Mm-hmm. John, pour some more water on the rocks. All right, you got it. So... Our- <laughs> So our good friend Fox Locks is here, and uh, Mr. Fox, if memory serves correctly, you have been searching for a PlayStation 2, as well as Crimson Skies 2 for a good decade plus, is that correct? That is incorrect. This has been Crimson Skies 2 Talk with Fox Locks. I want to clarify something. Oh, it's still going. It was stolen. <laughs> I don't remember his name. It's been a long time. Was it the Willard Jew? I think it's Bigness. No, he died. It, it, yes! Explain it was it. the first... What? Explain to me, John. What is a Willard Jew? A Willard Jew, funny you should ask, is a Jewish man who has not yet converted to Judaism, <laughs> but has a lot of body hair. Could use some of my tips, believe me, thank God. I, I need the work. But uh, is also losing his hair. He also rats out his fellow classmates and all these sorts of things. So that is what we clarify as a Willard Jew. And we are a fan of all the Jewish people here. I'm getting to see you with John Panini. Thank you, John. You're welcome. So, Mr. Lux Fox, what, uh, what adventures have you gone on? Have you been on recently while trying to find your stolen PlayStation 2 and Crimson Skies 2? For thinking. Chewy. Is it Domino's? Nope. They don't sponsor us, so we'll have to, we'll have to edit that out in post. Yeah. I, I think Mr. Fox is saying that he, he's not comfortable talking about this right now. Been smashing a lot of ass. Smashing? Like, <laughs> like mashing it? Now here comes with smashing the ass with I don't know what that means. Take it away, Fox. You asked me what I've been doing the past decade or so, I said smashing ass. I like it. I like it. So you do not I want more of it. <laughs> more what? of the fox's ass? Um, hey. Uh, anything the fox has to say. May, may I ask if you ever got back the Crimson Skies 2 video game? No, I haven't, and that son of a bitch still has a bat with a nail coming at him to this day. Now, are you aware that uh, the PlayStation 2 has been outdated for a good decade? Listen, when Sony made the PlayStation 2, they broke all the rules, okay? 
That was the end all be all. PlayStation 2 was it. They can make 10, 20, it doesn't matter. The PlayStation 2, Crimson Skies 2, was the epitome of gaming. What about Crimson Skies 3? I've never heard of it. Well, there was a lot of sodomy in it. So, they uh, didn't sell well. It's like the Holocaust. It didn't happen. You, you know, Mr. The Fox, um, I'm, a, I'm a garbage man when I'm not an avid podcast enthusiast. But um, I would say there's, there's several uh, Crimson Skies 2 um, copies of PlayStation 2 that I have saved in the garbage. But the thing is, uh, I don't think the Canadian version um, would um, cross over to the American version. Otherwise, I would save some for you. It's a goddamn shame. It's a goddamn shame. You're right. Moving on. All right. So now we have WrestleMania. We have Valentine's Day Talk. Let's set the mood a little bit. Let's get a little mood music going. Hello, ladies. What is a romantic evening with a fox like? I didn't know my segment was going to be this long. Um... Moving on, okay, since the fox is leaving the fifth on this, it's now moving on to body grooming tips. The fox is clearly being defensive here. I can see your short shorts. And you can clearly use some body grooming tips. So now it's uh, time for body grooming with uh, award-winning body groomer, John Panini. Deluxe Fox, I know you are Jewish. You recently converted to the Jewish faith. Do you also have your... Uh, your testicles, temples, covered in hair. What was the word after testicles? Temples. Yeah, well, it's like and not just the ones that uh, King it, David built. Is it like when I go to temple? It is. Are you Jewish? No, I'm Canadian. Alright, glad we cleared that up. Covered in maple. Sarah. The Vox Lux um, is, it, is Jewish. It's interesting that the, that the Fox Lux is Jewish, but also claims that the Holocaust did not happen. You know what? It's just like Gerald Ford. He loves historical revisionism. Did you say General Ford? Gerald Ford. Close enough. Hey, some Germans still live in denial about it. Some Jews do too, huh? You know what? Some Egyptians still live in denial too. Denial River. America's Funny Food back on the road, 2015, roadkill. So you have the uh, the curls coming out from all of your uh, your left, right, and middle testicles. Now, uh, when was the last time you chipped your pubic hair? This is, uh, you know, free advice. 19, uh, what year was Clinton president? Let's say, uh, 93 to 2000. When was he elected the second time? It was right around then. All right. So it's way after the Holocaust didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now we'll need another Dremel. We use a Dremel for, uh, the Canadian hot dog. I asked this of all my guests. Are you having much, uh, unprotected sex? Or are those just scabs? I don't understand how that's any of your business. Our Jewish guest, he is a lawyer, is now pleading the fifth. He, he's very specific on his answers, isn't he? I think it's the opposite of specific. Is you're saying he's telling you more than uh, he's letting on? That's exactly what it meant. Oh, he's a dangerous cast. He is. Well done. Be careful on the tips that the you box. give them. I've had nothing but trouble since you gave me words. I'm beating them girls up with both hands. Mm-hmm. Ruben was a definite part of the scene when people were talking about the vodka. Mm-hmm. I can imagine what the fox was doing. But imagine when you go to your your, uh, your synagogue, your temple, you're going to have your, uh, the testicle temples hanging off. But you know what? If you, you go in one week, you have going full-blown. The next week, you come back and they're trimmed back and it looks like the side of a Howie Long's hair. You're gonna be all right. 
What I'd suggest, have you heard of the band Remington Locks Fox? Band? Remington? Remington. Good. I have. Costco has a great deal right now. I would recommend you get the complete grooming kit. It has my face on it, it'll be fine. Tell him you know me. You get it half off. Don't even pay for it, just pay the guy on the way in the Costco. And then what you need to do is you need to go flash the guy, flash the guy on the way out a little bit of temple. You'll be fine. I'd recommend a, an, an eight. Recommend an eight on the way out. And then you go. Are you familiar with the gooch? Do the Jewish people believe in the gooch? We do not. Well, you cannot shave something that does not exist. So I would just trim it down. And then from there, what you do. Dude, it's going wow. It seems like all the funny has been sucked out of this room the last three to four minutes. There you go, you just trim it out. I don't believe so, John. Okay, thank you. I've been wrong once before. And it was on Valentine's Day. When you pooped in that person's apartment? And I thought he was a woman. Hey, so, what gave away that he was not a woman? This segment's sinking faster than that Titanic. <laughs> and if you ask me, there were too many survivors. Fox, <laughs> uh, our old bodyguard. So now, we're we are just over an hour in. We are really pushing the bandwidth on this. Hey, for this month. hey, John, how was those uh, body grooming techniques on those people you saw on you know, Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day? Oh, funny you should ask me, my dog. Well, the guy that was a man, it looked like a button pushing through a fur coat. So not good. And then uh, the woman, it looked like a little Lego made out of Play-Doh. I'm sorry, by woman, you mean other man? Touche. Looked like a little bit of a Lego made out of Play-Doh pushing through. And it looked kind of like the alien from Alien. When it comes out of the stomach, but this time it came out a little below the belly button. So Johnny Weaver? Where, where the penises? Where the penises. And it nearly poked me in the eye. And it got that too! So this just about wraps up the latest episode of Getting Steamy with John Panini. I am your host, John Panini, along with the Canadian hot dog, as well as be sure to subscribe on iTunes and like the show on Facebook. Stay warm and steamy. This has been your host, John Panini. Yeah!